Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports 2. Let's talk about the XFL because the ratings are in and they're not great. In fact, they're not good. Um, now, from just an apples-to-apples comparison with other sporting events over the weekend, yeah, they're fine. But for a week one debut... Of of a of a spring football league, this did not go well. I can tell you, um, the previous incarnation of the XFL had much higher week one ratings. The USFL much higher week one ratings, and the Alliance of American Football much higher ratings. Um, this is not a great sign. And look, just as I was last time. I am rooting for this league to make it. I am. Um, Even though I think it was a very shrewd idea to pull teams out of New York and L.A. and move them to other places like Orlando and San Antonio because, yes, they are going to draw much better attendance uh, at at those places, in those cities. But you do have one drawback there. You lose two very big TV markets, okay? And it looks like that may have affected these ratings to uh, some extent. And I got to be real. Um, I went, this is the, this is the main source uh, of this article, okay? Sports Media Watch, this is what they do. But the, I followed this in from a pro football talk um article okay and um i just looked down some of the comments uh on pro football talk gives me an idea considering it's a pro football talk website i could not believe the amount of people that had no idea the xfl even came back and i got to thinking i was like interesting how bad has it hurt this league that this league is no longer affiliated with the wwe Okay, I know it's affiliated with The Rock, but let's be honest. You don't have that continuous driving force of WWE Raw, WWE SmackDown, WWE NXT. You don't have those three driving entities of Vince McMahon promoting this thing out for months on end before it got here. In fact, comparably speaking, uh, I thought the... uh, I thought sort of the pump-up for this XFL 3.0, in large part, sort of benign compared to the previous incarnation. And I truly believe the previous incarnation was getting a second season. It was doing that well. XFL 3.0 off to a much slower start than predecessors. The third edition of the XFL got off to a much slower start than its predecessors, including... The USFL, 
and Alliance of American Football. The first four XFL telecasts declined at least 50% in viewership from the equivalent windows of the previous XFL three years ago. The inaugural game, Vegas Arlington, on ABC Network Television Saturday afternoon, averaged 1.54 million viewers, down 54% from the inaugural game on the same network three years ago. 3.30 million. Yikes. Viewership also trailed in the inaugural games of last year's USFL, 3.07 million, and 2019's Alliance of American Football, 3.25 million, with the caveat that those aired in primetime and in the case of the USFL on two broadcast networks. That does matter. Okay, some of that does matter. ABC's second game, St. Louis-San Antonio on Sunday, which looked very good on TV. Uh, That place was packed. Was the most watched of the opening weekend games with 1.57 million, down 54% from the equivalent Fox window three years ago, 3.39 million. Viewership also declined 27% from last year's first Sunday afternoon USFL game on NBC, 2.15 million. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Shifting the cable, ESPN and FX combined to average 1.14 million for Orlando Houston on Saturday night, down 65% from primetime window on Fox three years ago, 3.29 million. Seattle, D.C. averaged a weekend low 918,000 on ESPN alone Sunday night, 63% down from the same ESPN window in 2020, which was $2.5 million. It took the prior XFL five weeks before it dipped below a million viewer mark for the first time. Only two of 20 games in the prior XFL averaged a smaller audience than Seattle and D.C. It's, it's not... It's not a good start, okay? You combine that with the fact that um, they did get the nice 24,000 attendance bump from San Antonio, which I expected. Look, St. Louis, San Antonio, Orlando is going to draw great, and it's going to look good on TV. I thought D.C. looked pretty good on TV. But look, you don't need your league... I mean, you don't need the beer snake disappearing being your story from that that DC game. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the product from the standpoint of, and I noticed this with the USFL last year. Uh, I noticed it with XFL 2020. I've noticed it with this league. Because you don't have great quarterback play in these leagues, 
these football games feel very old school. And what I mean by old school, it feels very special teamish, defense, and the running game, right? These games, you want to know, like if you're young and you didn't get to experience 80s football or early 90s, mid 90s football, this is a lot like what it used to be. Because these quarterbacks playing in these leagues, and that's part of the problem, and it's always been the problem with spring leagues, is the lack of quarterback talent. Look, there's not 64 good quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, there's just not. There's some guys that are backups right now that probably shouldn't be. So you can imagine, well, what do you got in these spring leagues right now? Uh, So I hate to say it, we do miss Landry Jones. In this league, we absolutely miss PJ Walker, who was a bona fide, he was XFL star. And now he's, of course, the backup quarterback and started four or five games for the Panthers this year. Uh, so you did not get him back. Okay. Uh, Josh Johnson, who looked very good in the XFL is, of course, the third stringer or was the third stringer for the 49ers. Got knocked out in the, the uh, NFC Championship game. But this league is only going to be as good as its quarterbacks, and it's very concerning that the ratings opened this low. All right? You would rather this thing, and I, I was hoping. I was like, man, hopefully these things draw about $4 million. A little bit more of a padding over the previous incarnation, and instead, this is this is bad. This is worst case scenario kind of thing. And honestly, like I said, apples to apples versus other sporting events on the weekend, pretty good. Okay, it's going to be very telling to see what the USFL comes back and does too. I will tell you this: USFL got promotion from the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. All right? Um, because Fox owns owns that league in great in great part owns the USFL. All right? Uh, so they got promotion right there that this league didn't get and honestly I'm not sure what ABC and ESPN were doing. I don't remember all-out advertisements for the XFL during Monday Night Football and during that small playoff stretch that ABC and ESPN had. Where were all the XFL commercials? Just wondering, because I can tell you, there was much more promotion for the last incarnation of the XFL than this one. So... Uh, I did notice that considerably going in. I was like, is it just me or is this thing not getting marketed nearly to the extent the last incarnation did? Supposedly, they got contracts, TV contracts through 2027 on this. But we'll see. If they were expecting ratings like they had previously, then they're going to be disappointed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tell me what you think. Did you watch? I thought it was good football. Okay, I thought it was good football. But it's grounded football. It's not. These guys are not going to go out there and throw for three and 400 yards and three or four or five touchdowns. And I believe a lot of these younger fans, that's exactly what they're looking for. I grew up on, I grew up on 192 yards one touchdown, one pick. I mean, that's that was the 80s and early 90s. Shit, it just was. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.